Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it, because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend, and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days, and then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. Welcome back to 51 Strokes. I'm Avery Zaretsky alongside, as always, my guy, Caleb Presley. It is Friday, March 11th, and it's a uh, it's still cold out in New York City, Caleb. It's ridiculous at this point. Uh, oh, dude, don't don't make me do it. I don't want to be that guy. Just tell don't me what make the weather me do is. It. 83 degrees, sunny. Tomorrow, 88 degrees, sunny. Sunday, 72 degrees, a little cold front, sunny. Mm-hmm. I'm playing PGA National this afternoon. Okay. Champions course. And I hate and honestly, I don't even like playing the champions course. It is so hard. It's so hard. You playing with anybody? Yeah, just my uh, boy Cole and his dad is in town. Nice. But um dude, PGA is is you can hit the perfect they have like PGA National has like a bunch of courses, so some of them like the Fazio, Palmer, they're a little bit easier and and equally aesthetically pleasing and well kept. But the Champions Course, where they play the Honda Classic, is so hard, bro. The Bear Trap, the Bear Trap's not even the hardest part. It's just like you can hit the perfect shot onto the, or basically the perfect shot onto the green, and it will just roll right off. Dude, golf is hard, man. I swung clubs for the first time in months last. Last week, this actually this week, I was in San Francisco, and shit, man, I, I I worked so hard to get down to like a twelve thirteen last year. I, I think I'm all the way back to like an eighteen nineteen handicap. By yeah. the way, I'm swinging. Yeah, I mean, if you don't play like four or five times a week, you got no chance. Not you guys no chance. You might as well just have a beer and enjoy your time out there. Exactly. So. Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it, because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend, and all their customers were like, hey... We spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days. And then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has 
everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. It's really great. Caleb, it's good to see you as always. What's new? So you had Storm Chasers since we last spoke. We, you were just starting, and then you went on this run. And... I have a huge announcement today, Avery. Okay, let's hear it. And we're not. And I want to keep it. My only request for you is I want to keep this like off social media. It's kind of anti-strategy. Our podcast is like the anti-pod. Like, <laughs> I want to keep this literally because it's like a reward system for people who listen. You know. So the like, only people who should be able to get this nugget are our listeners. But so basically, yeah. So I had a obviously went pretty hard twenty five weeks in a row with the Sunday conversation, and then the next following week we did a week on the road of Storm Chasers, and that was last week. So I got back from Storm Chasers uh, last maybe Saturday, um, and so this week I'm kind of putting some putting some stuff together for. Um, Future Sunday conversation, and, and I was actually looking. I was supposed to be headed out, uh, headed out west for a wedding, and I was looking at kind of what I was looking at. What would it look like to take a vacation? You know, like and honestly, at Barstool, I kind of consider life a vacation in terms of like I don't need to. T- I enjoy my job. I love my job. I get to travel. I'm very thankful and gracious. Uh, I have a lot of gratitude about being able to like have that life of, of not feeling like I'm locked in a cube or anything like that. So I haven't taken an actual formal vacation in years. Uh, but I, you know, for work I get to travel and I get, it's not traditional. So I don't, I don't have to work a nine to five during the week. So there's some times during the week where I can take, it just, I haven't, I'm not S in my own D saying I haven't taken a vacation in years. I, my life is, is I get to do fun stuff all the time. But I have not taken a formal vacation in years in terms of like, all right, pack the bags up, taking a week off, don't call my phone, going to Europe or, uh, you know, whatever. So I was like, man, what would that look like? Like, this would probably be a pretty good time to do it. And then uh, and I was thinking about maybe next week taking that week off. And then I got I got a DM that, ch- it, that changed my life. And I got a DM from one Mr. Hezbollah. And he said, <laughs> let me read it to you. And also, I don't think it's him, but I think it's from his uh, team. It's from his official Twitter account. All Hezbollah is, there's a million Hezbollah accounts across the web right now. Because apparently he had been kicked off. Uh, he had been kicked off social media. His team says it's because... Uh, someone, his haters were spamming his account. I did a little Google search. The Google search said because he threatened threatened somebody with their life. Got it. I don't know which one's <laughs> true, you know, but I respect both. Um, <laughs> they said he was in the DMs threatening people like these that they wouldn't live to see tomorrow. <laughs> Either way, you know, whatever whatever is the truth, um, you still love Hasbula, but all his main accounts are like his crypto. He's like trying to push his crypto uh, NFT stuff. So like, that's his main accounts right now. So, and also I saw this morning, by the way, footnote that because of Facebook and everyone shutting everything down in Russia, 
he do, he's not going to be able to have nothing because he's Russian. So he's not even going to be able to put any content out. He's like, join my Telegram. It's like the last thing he can get content out on. So we got to get, we got obviously got to get Hasbulla out of Russia ASAP. But he hits me up. He says, hey, how is going? We ready for interview. And I said, that's how I knew it was real. I was like, yeah. So anyways, started putting together some talks, you know, Shout out Robbie Fox. This kind of all happened because Robbie Fox, uh, I mean, we've been going after Hezbollah hard for a long time. Like the PR, I mean the PR, the booking department, Kelly, Jordan, all, you know, Peggy, all the, the Katie, all the heavy hitters, the Barcelona booking department have been sending Russian emails to different correspondents. And uh, we've been going after Hezbollah for a long time. But what really finally was the final nail in the coffin was Robbie brought it up. He Robbie Fox, who's our MMA guy at Barstool, posted on his Twitter, I'm interviewing Dana White today. Does anyone have any questions for him? And I sent him my question was, ask him, can he put me in contact with Hezbollah? I need him for some of the conversation. And so Robbie, being the GOAT, during his interview with Dana White, was like, hey, I have a reader question. Can you put Caleb Presley in touch with Hezbollah? And so Dana basically it's like we're working on getting Hezbollah to the United States, but yes, hundred percent. Once we get in the United States, I will put them in touch. Well, someone on Hezbollah's team saw that by Dana White. And so Hezbollah reached out to me directly and they said, Hey, do we really need Dana? Can we just put this together? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll come to Russia right now. Like, I don't care. You know, I, I, I will ride a missile torpedo into Russia right now to interview Hezbollah. One, because they're not messing with Hezbollah. Like, that's one thing the U.S., Russia, Ukraine, China, everyone agrees. Don't touch Hezbollah, right? So, like, if I'm with him, I'm good. Yeah. Like, that's that's like, he's a walking Switzerland. Like, you don't touch Hezbollah. Yeah. Everyone knows that. So, as long as I'm with him, they'd be like, you would go to Russia right now? Like, yeah, if I was with Hezbollah, I would. They're not touching Hezbollah. Hezbollah's not dying in this. No. I mean, that's just honest. That's just the truth. So, anyways, I hit them up. They're like, uh, let's do this. Well, what about this? They're like, can you come to Dubai next week? And I was like, yeah. I mean, I've never been to Dubai, but yeah, I can come anywhere next week. And so, I am going to Dubai. Get out of here. As soon as tomorrow. You're leaving tomorrow for Dubai. As soon as I got to work out these flights, these flights are very expensive. Very expensive. Oh yeah. Um, I am going to Dubai, and I will be spending days with Hezbollah. So wait, all right, who's going with you? All right, so the plan is to go to, you know, to get the most bang for my buck out of the trip. I want to do. A Sunday conversation with Hezbollah, which takes like 20, 30 minutes. And then, you know, the more I thought about it, and, and, and just to get the most bang out of the buck for the trip, but also it's like, even Sunday conversation is going to be really hard with Hezbollah because no one knows anything about him. So it's like, where do you start? Like, that could be a 30 minute, hour long Sunday conversation and be like interesting the whole time because like no one knows anything about him. 
like I'm learning stuff and I'm not going to say any of it today just because I don't know what's on and off the record. I know there's some stuff that's with him that is still personal, so I'm not going to talk about it, but I'm learning things about him that I didn't even know. Um, so we'll wait till next week and I'll tell, and we will, we'll tell everything I've learned about him, but I got to figure out what's, what he likes shared and what he doesn't like shared, but fascinating, like literally fascinating life. And, uh, so Sunday conversation, three minutes, if that's the first thing I put out, it's going to be hard. Like people are going to be like, wait, I want way more. So I got to figure that out. But the other part of it is we're going to do a, a, a profile piece where you were, we were going to learn more about him, Right. Um, and for that, I, I mean, it's going to be, I'm going to, I'm not spending full, I don't think I'm spending like full days with them. I'm like, not, but there, I think like three days in a row, I'm going to have like access with Hezbollah and just going to try to learn as much about them as I possibly can and make it into a, a profile piece. Are you nervous? Yeah. This has got to be the most nervous you've ever been. It's the most difficult. First of all, it's the most, it's, it's my white whale. It's the yeah. biggest guest I've ever had. And by biggest, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's big. Two, it's the most expensive thing to make. So it's like, you know, a lot of times we'll fly to the guest, you know, that's costing you a couple hundred bucks, right? And then you got to put the crew together, all that. For this, not only does it cost an arm, a leg, and a, and a torso to get to Dubai, and back but also we have to fly in a translator and also Glenny Balls unfortunately is not making this trip because Damn. of the translator like everything I say to Hezbollah and everything he says to me has to go through the translator he only speaks Russian I only speak English so for the Sunday conversation that the translator will literally just sit in Glenny Balls spot and then, and I and I did. Well, you'll see. Some some parts will lead to will lead to be. Yeah, yeah, later. you but, should. But um, you know, and then for the profile, same thing. Like, every, and his whole team speaks Russian. Like, it's gonna. I'm gonna need that translator there full time. So we had to like cast a translator. But it was like uh, you know, and I had to make sure it's like the right fit. You got to have someone who's like gonna be. You know, basically likable on both sides, like because it don't matter if the translator isn't super likable or super cheery or whatever is the case, um, or putting out the right vibes to Hezbollah. Like, no matter what I say to him, he's basically gonna the translator is an extension of me. So it's like you gotta have that. That had to be the right person. Then Tom, who I shoot with, edit with, uh, was out. He has a wedding. He can't miss his best friend's wedding, which I was told him. I was like, dude, if it was, you know, it's your best friend's wedding, you don't miss your best friend's wedding. Um, he's like in the wedding. But so now we had to replace him. Anyways, it just, it's just going to be expensive. Biggest guess. And then the, the last part of it is it is going to be the most challenging because there's a language barrier. And you're going somewhere where you've never been before. I'm the first person, first American ever to have access to Hasbro. That's crazy. Like in terms of doing a, a profile piece. Yeah. Or doing any type of interview or any type of coverage of them. Ever. First ever. Ever. 
That's crazy. It's a, it's a, I told Dave, I, when I told Dave, I was like, I might have to walk away from the game. When yeah. This you, is done. you, I don't think you can peak any higher. Everything's no. downhill from that. As long as we do our job and do it well. And, and, and like, how do I, st- I just don't see where it could go from there. I don't see any other, everything is downhill from there. That first photo with you and him is going to break the internet. I know. They said I can FaceTime him uh, this weekend. Are you going to record the FaceTime? Yeah, you probably well, should, speak, right? I don't have my translator, and he oh, doesn't speak. True. So we're only going to be able to, like, wave. Hello, hello, <laughs> yeah. hello, hello. <laughs> he kinda, I feel like he kind of speaks a little bit English, like slight. I think, he knows, like, I think it's like if we go to uh, Mexico. It's like few words. <laughs> yeah, like we know, like, enchilada. Buenos, buenos dias. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's unreal. But, what a so what yeah. A so anyways, I'm gonna be in Dubai for like, and then I'm, and then it's a, it's a eight, it's like 18 hour flight. So, um. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. I'm going to be there for a few days uh, and then I'm going to stay the weekend after. So it's like basically it'll be over during the week and then I'm going to stay the weekend just to add, just on my own dime just to uh, yeah. add some days to the trip. And then, uh, and then I'm coming back and bro, I got some other big, other big things happening too, you know? All right. That's great. Sorry, but we'll wait, we'll wait on those. But yeah, I mean, there's really just no time. That's like, that's what I've realized from this whole, like the success, I guess, of what how something conversation has grown is like the the reward for it is like, you know, you get to do more Sunday conversations, which is great. Like it's with people who you really want to do them with. So, so big guests. Some uh, we got locked yesterday for a big golf guest, which we're shooting Masters Week. Uh, we have another huge guest, a little. Uh, I, and I, and I'll tell you as soon as they're these are all locked, but I'm gonna tell you guys as soon as they're like definitely going to happen like you know these they're locked on my schedule but more than a week out i feel nervous about it sometimes but yeah dude so what's the deal with um storm chasers what do you mean so so that's it obviously right with the with the tournament coming up it was just a quick yeah it's one week i mean storm chasers is like You pick one week, the last week of the regular season is Storm Chasers. I guess it's been so long, I forgot that it's just one week. I know, but I kind of think that we were talking about the trip. It's it's just kind of comes down to like an allocation of like, you know, our time. Uh, you can make it a lot longer. Right. And we were talking about like, we had ideas like, we had an idea for Storm Chasers to be like, say it's the entire month of, february into march but you have like it's like a four-team tournament and it's like all right you got me and roan's and donnie's team but then you have like big cat hank and pft's team and then you have like 
the uh, bench mob guys, Marty, Jake, Rico. Then you have like you know another team, whatever makes sense. And you can do as many teams as you want to, but at least four teams. And then basically, you're dueling like how many storms can you catch in a month? And you're just picking your own games, and you're like keeping it to yourself, you know. But like it's just like everyone's picking their their games as they go, and they're getting to the game. And it's kind of just like a challenge of logistics. And and then you can go the same game and try to get a storm, but then it's like, so you might, so for example, say say every team had, two two teams have three storms for the month, other two teams have four storms for the month. Well, you could link up, not on purpose, but you could accidentally go to the same game as another people who are looking for storms, if that's like the obvious choice for the night. But then if there's a storm, you guys both get a point and you and the other two teams wouldn't, but like you guys would both get a point. So it's like you're not really elevating over that team, but you'd be elevating over the other teams. Like that's that that would be a great. I mean, that would be a great series. That would be at Barcelona. It'd be intense. Um, and it would be really fun to follow. And like, and then you're pretty much guaranteed if there's four teams that like almost every single game that's like an underdog would have someone there. Yep. And then you could watch like who okay who are you rooting for that type of thing. It's just a matter of. You know, uh, this doesn't make sense for people to do for a month. It's a long, it's a, it's a, you know, you just have to treat it different than we did. We, we just went balls to the wall for the entire week, but you just have to treat it a little bit more healthy. Were you happy with the trip with the results? I would have loved to get the, so we got the first storm in Colorado. Second night, we got the storm in TCU. And then third night, Mississippi State, they were down by, I think, 18 points. They're down by 18 points. Yep. We were go- and we and we don't so like we we want to we had to kind of time our arrival. So we don't sometimes we we used to go into the game of uh, the beginning of the game and then not go down to the student section until the second half because for a number of reasons. One, we we cheer our ass off. I mean, we we go as hard as you could possibly go. The students we feed off the students. Students feed off us. You know, and we go hard. So, like, we don't have the stamina to go for a full game. Like, it's it's hard work. We're wearing rubber suits. It's like exercising in a sauna for an hour. Yeah. So, like, we ha- we have to would have to train next year, and if we want to do more than half. So that's one reason. The other other reason is like we do get that big pop, and you kind of want to time it when the team like really c- can use that pop. Like, Roan compared it to. Uh, like using your in a fast and furious using your nos booster too early like you got to save that for like when you really need it and like and this is not us s in our own d's it is true we when we come in it makes a difference and that's that's true you can ask i think bruce pearl said it on pmt's podcast like he's like when those guys come in it's a different ball game so we come in at halftime. We used to come in begin the game and sit but now it's kind of got to the point where it's so big that it's like we can't even watch the game so we, we get in there at halftime. They're down by like 18 at the half. We were literally like, dang, like, did we wait too long? Like, is this thing too far gone? We walk in the stadium. By the time, and I don't know, if it, 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 they're down 18 around the half because we left the restaurant right before the half. So I don't know what the actual halftime score was. By the time we're getting into the stadium, we're down 12. By the time we get to our seats, down eight, we come in. Before you know it, we sit at we, student session goes crazy. We sit at our seats. They got the ball game tied. 
Then they're up four. I mean, they're up four with like less than ten minutes to go. And then, uh, and then Auburn, who I got my money on to win the tournament. I think Auburn is a solid team. Um, they they brought it back to to you know they equaled it up. Kind of bad two possessions at the end of the game for Mississippi State goes into OT and then they didn't Mississippi State did not have it didn't have the energy for OT they had played their balls out in the second half to make it do what they did so like they just didn't have the gas and we didn't have the gas cheering we were done toast and so Auburn kind of ran away with it uh in in overtime but if we would have got that comeback storm and got three in a row I mean there would have been like a 30 for 30 documentary there would have had to be that's insane it would have been insane it's insane you understand these games are all massive underdogs. We went to see the first one we tried to go see wasn't that big of an underdog situation. In fact, Arkansas, we were, the first game we tried to go see was Arkansas and Kentucky. And Kentucky was ranked higher than Arkansas. But we thought, you know, uh, Coach Muss, all those guys down there, Arkansas, really big fans of Barstool. We thought, here's a good place we can get started where they'll embrace it and they'll like play into it, you know? Well, it turns out to be the complete opposite. They we almost got arrested because they didn't, they didn't even let us walk into the stadium. Like you saw the footage of it, but we were driving close to the stadium, about to park our storm chasing vehicle, which has like weather dopplers and like meteorologist equipment on top. And then they just pulled us over, and they're like, "You guys, you can't be around here. You got to go." So then we immediately, when I say immediately, immediately, like we got we got something to eat, and we went right to the airport. Didn't even go back to our hotel to get our bags went directly to the airport and flew to Colorado because we're like, we're catching a storm today. That Colorado game. So the Arkansas-Kentucky game was not that big of a difference. I think Arkansas might have even been favored gambling-wise. But that Colorado-Arizona game, Colorado's an unranked opponent playing the number two team in the country. Arizona had like two losses the whole season. Colorado's not even ranked. That's a storm. Then the next one was TCU unranked against number – I think six in the country. That's a storm. And then the last one, which they had tied up and they're winning, was number three in the country, Auburn, against unranked Mississippi State, who was the worst team that we saw the entire time. I mean, it's not like mean, that would have been unbelievable. I'd say it's the odds successful. of that happening are zero. I'd say successful trip. Trey, our editor on the trip, he was one editing on the vlogs. He, uh, we might have to cut this, but to ask him if it's okay. But he like doesn't drink anymore. Um, you know, he just stopped drinking after college, and uh, we were giving him a hard time because you know he's not like the average like guy who has to stop drinking because he's like you know like fell out with his family and like ended up homeless or whatever. You know, like that that normal alcoholic's story. We just gave him a hard time because like he he basically just didn't like. I just don't think he liked the feeling of like being out of control and drink and and feeling like he didn't like the unhealthy aspects of binge drinking, which most people should probably follow along anyways, but he hasn't drank in like five years. And we're like, all right. And we always do these trips with him. We were always having beers and, you know, obviously we were on, we're just joking, but we're like, all right, if we get three storms, the beginning of the trip, we knew we were doing three games. Like if we do three games and get three storms, you have to chug a beer. You have to come out of your <laughs> recovery <laughs> and dip your toes back into the murky waters. But it was like, we're like, and he's like, no, no, no. We're like, dude, 
there's a better chance that lightning strikes that we get three games in a row. And that and he didn't agree to it, but and we were just joking, but it just shows you like our mindset going into is like we were like there's no chance we get three, right. and we were this close to getting three. Yeah, Damn. insane. It was insane. I, I know. It's I think crazy. we could have tacked one more one more game on it. We just did. It was kind of on me. I, I uh, and it wasn't an on purpose error. I I didn't realize there was one more game left of the season, but I don't know if anyone ended up storming anyways. So. We did it all the way to the penultimate game of the regular season, and I thought that I didn't think there was any more choices. But I think we could have went somewhere else, one more game. But next next year, and who knows? Maybe we'll do the tournament next year. We'll do like a longer run. I love Storm Chasers. It's it's rough great. and rowdy and Storm Chasers, my two favorite things. Barcelona does. It's so good, and I couldn't believe you guys went to Colorado like a snap call like that. I was I was following along on Twitter and I was just like I was with my buddies and I was just like they're actually going like they're just sending it. And we they they won. That was a crazy part. Crazy. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Love, TaylorMade. Have you, been, have you ever been to the Caribbean islands? No. Dude, so I just went on vacation. St. Martin is the nicest place in the world. I would suggest that you were talking about vacation earlier. Obviously, you're taking some days in Dubai after Hasbulla. But if you ever have a chance... There is nothing like St. Martin. The water there is like glass. It's like, yeah, a, it's, like it's like swimming in a pool. No, that's the only thing. Is Bro, there, I got to figure out, isn't there a really nice course in Dubai? Yes. Yeah, they just had the tournament there. To yeah, I you got to figure out how to get on that. You got to try to get on that because, I, I mean, I know that they're the, – the whole like story with PGA in Dubai right now is the Saudi league is like starting and they're trying to get all these like high-level players over there for insane money. Um, it didn't work out, did it? No, nah, it didn't work out. They offered like DeChambeau 130 million, and they were offering Mickelson 30 million a year because they they have like that crazy money. But I guess the players didn't want to bow out. Live in, the, live in the Middle East. Yeah, it's fucking hot there. Yeah, it's a desert. It's gonna be like 110 degrees. Yeah, yeah. I gotta figure. I gotta figure out where I'm staying. I gotta figure that out pretty soon. I'm excited to see like what comes out of it for you though. That place is like almost a utopia where it's just like every building is super nice. The money there's insane. Well, I think it's very strict too. Like yes. I don't think I mean I I think you got to be careful what you do over there. So. Yep. I might be on my P's and Q's. I'm not trying to go to jail over there. Nope. Cuz then you might not ever make it back. Yeah, so Yeah, I'll be on my P's and Q's. Have to be. So yeah, so you got that coming up. Um no more storm chases, obviously, and then Sunday conversation is going to kick back. It's not, so you're you're gonna. I mean, this is almost going to be like a series, not just football season now. Now it's really just becoming whenever it's available. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this. Basically, where it's at right now is, you know, sales is asking me what's going on with it. You know, what's going to happen is there are people who are wanting to be on the show now who are people. Uh, 
that you just can't say no. Like it's like type of people that you just don't not not you don't say no to them, but like I want to do the interview and it's like I'm not gonna just be, oh well not in season. It's like well I could still do this. The problem is on the back end when you post it, the people think it's back every week and it's not. But internet kind of works like that and it kind of doesn't. So the internet does it is preferred, I would say, for every week to come out because then you have people like, oh, Sunday morning, I can check what the Sunday conversation is today. But also, if something goes viral, you're going to see it. So, like, if something goes viral, viral, like, it doesn't matter when it is. You're going to – it's going to come across your plate on the internet. So, I guess the the goal is just to, that they go viral, viral so everyone can see them. Absolutely. But, it's going to be basically, I think, Hasbula. I'm sh- I'm going to try to get his out. Dude, I'm not sure if I should put his Sunday conversation out first or if I should put his whole profile piece out first because think about it. like He really is the type of person where we don't know anything about him. So if I'm in there asking him like dumb questions on Sunday conversation, you're going to walk out of it like, oh, I want so much more. I don't know. I think that's but, uh, what you would do first. I think it would, like the Sunday conversation would almost be a tease to like this like inside edition on Hasbulla, but with Caleb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be amazing. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be the best thing I've ever done. Oh, without a doubt. You a movie? I guy? love Hasbulla. Yeah. Did you see the new Batman yet? Yeah. Really good. Really good. Really, really good. Like I. I went into it having pretty not low expectations, but the Christian Bale ones were so good that it like it almost made me like go in with like a closed-minded aspect. But I thought it was really good. I think it's like first of all, it's very good, and I recommend anyone to go see it. But I was thinking about comparing it to obviously the Dark Knight trilogy is the the one that you compare it against, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, it's obviously not that. But then I was thinking, um. Batman Begins, which is the origin story that's at the beginning of Dark Knight, that wasn't that wasn't when the Dark Knight series was like, oh, this is like crazy. Yeah. It I really agree. turned to heat up the Joker, the second one, and then you know, obviously Bane for the last one. But I think that this has this was just as good as Batman Begins in my book. Yeah. I think it did a lot of story building. Like what Batman Begins did. Yeah, it was unique and it was its own thing. So like it's it's I, I like it when they are they're like they're true to the character, but also like a different spin, which I felt like this was. Oh, I'm into it. It's the first good solid solid movie I've seen in a long time. Yeah, we went and watched Spider Man when we were on uh, Storm Chasers. That was pretty good. Um, I like that. I was I was first actually my first ever Tom Holland movie. I always see him. He's so famous, but I'd never seen any of his movies. So. He's good. Yeah, he was really good. Really good. Yeah, I think I'm going to go see it again. That's another, That's one of those movies where I, I want to see it totally. again. I told all my boys I'll go with you. Yeah. And we got this theater this theater down the street from my house that is like real deal. Recliners. Oh, yeah. Balcony. Uh, they, serve, they have a bistro. They serve food to you while you're sitting down. Like real food. Like... It's not just like theater food. You can get the theater food at the concession stand, but you can also order from the bistro. They serve you like real food, drinks, XD theater. So it's like a huge screen. That's perfect for Batman. I mean, it's a three-hour movie, so perfect. Yeah, it's real deal. Real deal. 
Dude. I watched Love and Mercy last night, which I've seen a couple times, but it's such a good film. What am I, that, I say that because he's in, he's in Batman. Yeah. Um, yeah. What am I going to see in next, Caleb? Jeez. Not for a while, bro, because I'm <laughs> – I mean, my, my schedule right now is like once I leave for Dubai, I am on the road traveling and working until April. So at least not for a month. It's on that grind. When does New York start getting good again? Kind of end of April? I don't even know at this point. With like, it's. I'm not like a, the biggest global warming guy, but there's there's global warming. Like it's just like it's happening. It's still snowing. One day it's 70, and then it's back to like 30. So I don't even know anymore. Like I can't even give like an accurate. Day. I'd probably say in like a month it's going to start getting good again. Where I you think after Easter, after yeah. Easter I might come back up there. Yeah, I mean there's great there's there's great courses around here, and there's. You know, especially in Jersey where I live, but right now it just kind of sucks. It's just you, you don't know what to expect every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got. I mean, I got to work on my game, bro. I mean, I'm doing all this other travel. I mean, I got to maybe I got to work on my priorities. Also, bro, I know that our viewers. I mean, our listeners are not going to see this. You see this? On my what elbow? is that, bro? I got stung by a bee for the first time in probably ten years. Coming home from Mississippi, and look, bro. It was like, that's from a bee sting. Looks like you got like surgery. Bro, it hurt so bad. I was getting, <laughs> it looked like I got surgery. Like that's, cr- I haven't got stung by a bee in, I can't remember the last time I got stung by a bee. I was getting on my flight and had to go one of those outdoor like little walkways to get on the like little, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I just felt, I felt something on my elbow. And I look at it. It's a big bee. And I try to swat it, and it stings me, and then gets off me before I can even swat it. And it hurts so bad. And then I haven't been able to see my elbow until yesterday. It was so puffy. Because it's the elbow. Yeah, because the elbow, obviously, you can't like look at it. Yeah. And then I looked in the mirror yesterday, and I was like, oh, my God. This is like a – it looks like I like fell down and like off a bike and like really got scratched up. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's actually insane. I would – that's our segment of that our listeners are gonna have absolutely no context on. But yeah. for the listeners, it's just it's just bigger than you'd expect. For it's a, a dot a the size of a dime on elbow yeah. on Caleb's elbow. Yeah. So all right, Ave. Well, I miss you, brother. Fifty one strokes, the strokers out there. We haven't forgot about you guys. Never. Um we will report from Dubai. Do you want to hear more about Storm Chasers? I recorded uh, Son of a Boy Dad with Roan. And little sass where we went over the more intimate details of the trip, and uh, obviously, uh, I don't know Avery if I will. Maybe we can record next week. Um, you know, we definitely can record. I just I'll be there. It's it's a, a nine or twelve hour time difference. I was gonna say it's nine. probably a crazy time difference. Yeah, and then and then I'll have to also make sure it doesn't overlap with my my hours with my guy. But uh, yeah, don't a. Hey, and if you're a stroker and you're listening to this, I'm not announcing. I don't think it's on Monday. Don't I'm snitch. Going. I think I'm, I might already like be there by the time I announce it because people have no they have no like uh, ability to like capture their attention for long periods of time. So I'm like, I got to hit them in the face with it like you know, in a couple of days. But anyways, love if, y'all. If you know, if like you're listening to the podcast and you know, just tweet at Caleb and just say I know, but don't say what you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, and you can tag Hezbollah too. Yeah, 
His his crypto hatch bull is his uh, his new Twitter. <laughs> that that message is the funniest thing of all time. It's hilarious, honestly. Crypto has bull. He says, "Uh, yeah, he's great. He's great. A legend. I have a lot of information I've learned about him, but I really do have to check because he's he's Muslim, um, very religious guy, mm-hmm. which is something I didn't know, but I should have known because he's always wearing the wearing like the what, the big long robe. Yep." Um, so he takes it all seriously. Do you see the video of him that went viral last week of these girls trying to ask for his picture? And he's like, no, I do not take pictures with women. No. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because of his religion. So like, I didn't know that about him. So like, I got to make sure I know enough about him to where I can like, you know, not disrespect not him or anything, disrespect too. him, you know? So it's going to be a little bit of, it's going to be a learning process. So I hope my, uh, translator's ready to rock and I feel bad for Glenny balls, but we're going to be out in Dubai. Riding camels with uh, Hezbollah. It's probably better off, Glenn. He doesn't go to Dubai. I mean, he might be arrested. Yeah, he would. De- I think he would definitely get arrested there. He'd be like snooping around for his Glennyverse blog and vlog and uh, do something he can't, shouldn't do. He'd be trying to hook up with some chick. Dude, they can't. Like, girls aren't even like allowed to. Like, it's very. It's different. It's just different over there. Yeah. So, all right. I will. Uh, I'll catch you. I'll keep you updated. If we can do a pod next week, we'll do it. I just mm-hmm. don't know about the time difference and the schedule with. The Bula. Yeah. So, all right. See you, bro. All right, brother. Be safe. You too. Peace.